I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Alex Gillespie on the line. He's the head of account management over at Zenreach. Alex, welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for happy uh, for having me. I'm very, very excited. So, Alex, I want to get more into uh, what you're doing over at Zenreach and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. Uh, how did you get started in business? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I went to uh, college at the University of Iowa, so from the Midwest, um, was mainly interested in finance and marketing, and um, actually right after school, however, though, I think this is important in general, um, just, you know, in life, obviously, to, to look into things that you're very, very passionate about, and I've definitely been passionate about business for a long time. However, immediately after undergrad, I actually did a program called Teach for America, um, where I taught high school math and lower income communities for two years. And that was a bit of a passion project for me. And uh, I was very happy to, to have that experience. Um, but then I, I ultimately decided I did have a passion for business and wanted to kind of get back into that realm, if you will. Um, so I started at a uh, fintech startup known as LearnVest. Um, so kind of worked there, started in client delight as well as financial planning and kind of worked my way up um, through management and managed uh, a larger team of financial planners, sales associates, and uh, customer service representatives. Um, lived the startup dream, got acquired by Northwestern Mutual, so super exciting there, and uh, ultimately decided I kind of wanted to move on to my next challenge. And um, after working at a startup, I'm very, very passionate now about startups in the way that um, obviously you just have such a tremendous opportunity for impact, not only you know, for your personal career and growth, but obviously for your clients, you can really make a dedicated, you know, impact on them individually um, on a smaller scale. So um, I ultimately decided to come to Zenreach, um, and I've been serving as a manager of account management, and most recently um, the head of account management and more or less client services for the last um, about a year roughly now. So um, that's kind of how I got into the business world and into the tech startup arena, if you will, and um uh, more or less now, I'm kind of overseeing the account management teams, the customer success teams, uh, the actual customer support line and tech support line as well, and really anything that is touching the client experience is going to kind of go through my team. That's a, a well, great story, number one. Um, I uh, So I'm a big fan of Teach for America and all the work they do. I feel like uh, really bright people go through that program and, and, and are really working within its, um, you know, within its constraints, especially right out of college. I think they do amazing work. I'm, I just would be curious on your take to this. So I know when you graduate, and, and the reason I ask this question is there's a lot of, um, you know, younger entrepreneurs or would-be entrepreneurs um, that are just graduating or maybe they're a year out and they maybe want to do something that's more, let's say, um, giving back based. So they, they may know that it's not, you know, going to be their entire career going forward. Like you may have known when you went and in, in, in worked in teaching, you may have known that you were going to maybe do some business related things, but you still went and had that experience. Um, can you talk about not being in a rush? 
Um, because I feel like every all this pressure that people put on themselves, like when they first get out of college, they're like, oh, my gosh, it has to be perfect the first time around. Um, can you talk about kind of just taking a step back and, and what it looks like with obviously you now having hindsight being 2020? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yes. So um, I think it is very important to not rush things specifically for your career. Um, you know, I think that was a little bit of the trepidation I had initially coming out of undergrad, to your point. Um, you know, all of us, you know, when when you do go to college and you're looking into potentially getting into business or really any degree, I think a lot of us have the initial inclination to, well, I have spent X amount of money on a degree in this, mm -hmm. so obviously I have to get into this industry and perform in that. And I think the big thing is really finding opportunities that are exciting for you and finding exciting opportunities that you feel are going to continue your growth, not only in the professional world, but also personally. And I think being able to go into teaching um, was something that was very interesting because a lot of people might not, you know, at first glance think that you're going to learn a lot um, from the business world in terms of actually teaching. And I can say from experience, I learned so much as a teacher um, now moving into management. Um, it's... <laughs> Like, if I really take a step back, it's a lot easier for me to manage operations and be a people manager um, at the, the last two tech companies I've been in than the classroom management of about 40 kids packed into a room, <laughs> not even all with seats, and with a clipboard in the back of the room writing. So um, they can get a little rambunctious, especially in high school. So um, I learned patience. Um, I learned coaching, you know, actually having the ability to coach. Um, and that even gets into the business world with clients. Um, if you can teach somebody, you know, how to use a tool and implement that in the customer life cycle journey, um, they're going to be much more sticky individuals that stick with your product, serve as evangelists and ambassadors for your product, product to uh, increasing, you know, your business coming back in and obviously, you know, lower the risk of churn. So um, there's a lot of things that can kind of cross over in various industries. So, I think the important thing is if you are passionate about what you do and are excited to go into work every day, you're going to develop so much in so many different ways. The rest of it is just going to kind of take care of itself down the road. Oh, that's awesome. I love that advice, Alex. Uh, let's switch it up a bit. Let's get a little bit more into what you're doing as head of account management over at ZenReach. So um, what kind of uh, clients are you working at at ZenReach and what kind of uh, problems is, are you looking to solve? Yeah, so with ZenReach, um, we've kind of made a shift in terms of um, when I first started here initially, we were primarily um, an email marketing tool and solution that um, more or less was addressed through Wi-Fi technology. Um, and that was definitely, we were making a mark. We definitely have a lot of people in the industry. Um, and our main vertical and industry segment at that time was, you know, restaurants and hospitality for the most part. Um, we've now shifted in a different direction and are actually using our Wi-Fi technology um, for social media currently advertising, but we're working on getting some additional advertising avenues as well. So um, what we're able to kind of solve for our customers in the advertising world, our real motto is customers, not clicks. And today in the advertising and marketing industry, a lot of individuals will be measuring the effectiveness of their advertising, especially in the social media world based on how many people clicked my link? How many people shared my post? How many people liked my post? Um, that's definitely a way that you can say, oh, wow, that ad worked very well. But mm -hmm. the bottom line is I could have something shared 
a hundred thousand times. If that's not leading to business in a brick and mortar location and it's mm-hmm. not leading to additional return on investment for you, that advertising, you know, more or less may not have been worth it. Um and what we're actually able to do now is with the advertising, we're able to create a seed audience to advertise with um, that are modeled after your best customers based on the profiles that we scrape from them logging into the Wi-Fi. And then with that customer profile, we're actually able to determine if an individual was served your ad on Facebook and then returned into your establishment within, you know, it really depends on the merchant. It can be a seven-day window up to a 28-day window. Um, but at that point, you can actually have some attribution where, I know they saw my ad, and I know they returned to the store. Um, and then you can really get a true sense of the ROI of your marketing. Um, and then where my team comes into play, um, I work with all the campaign managers. So those are the individuals running their ads, launching their ads, doing things of that nature. Um, the technical support team, which handles more of the Wi-Fi technology side, and then also another customer support team that's really focused more on the product and uh, the client experience as well throughout all of that. So um, that's kind of the way in which my organization supports our customers um, to really yield the best results. Any kind of uh, – I, I know you're on the on the cutting edge of this stuff. I mean, you live it day in and day out, and especially with the pivot, it just shows that as a company, you're really in tune to what's going on in the marketplace. Um, any kind of trends in your industry that you care to uh, comment on? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a lot of individuals are definitely – um, we've started to see more and more competitors pop up in the email marketing, you know, mainly through technology and Wi-Fi technology. Um, there are a lot of individuals who are starting to try and provide some of the services that we also offer. Um, but really, I would say the the trend in the industry right now, especially in digital advertising, really is understanding that link between online, you know, advertising mm-hmm and then actual in-store conversion and results. Um, that's one of the biggest things that advertisers, um, and again, we were mainly food and beverage, but we're actually starting to work with a lot of retailers as well. Um, and that's something that a lot of people, Fortune 500 companies and up are saying, you know, hey, I can see the actual, you know, if somebody ha- is served an online advertisement and then goes to our website or goes somewhere and purchases that, you know, you can potentially track that. But actually understanding if someone came back into your store is something that mm-hmm. is a trend in the industry and it's something that we are really on the forefront of. And, you know, we've really decided to establish ourselves as a player in the market. And, again, um, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned in startups is um, it's not always about this is what we've always done. It's not always about, well, we've obviously developed this product for so long and so much for these offerings. Mm-hmm. You know, switching on a dime and pivoting could be costly, but if you understand what the demand of what your merchants are seeking and you can provide that in a valuable and cost-effective way, um, that's only going to continue to grow the business. And so um, it's definitely been a bit of a shift for us, but um, over the last six months, we've seen tremendous growth in our revenue um, as well as our customer base. And we've also been kind of tinkering and moving more into a mid-market enterprise state where previously – in the restaurant industry, we were obviously potentially working with more local mom and pop mm-hmm. one and two location groups. So um, we're setting ourselves up for, you know, large location and revenue growth and expansion uh, for the rest of 2019 and 2020. 
Oh, man, that's super exciting, Alex. Uh, great to hear this, and I, I love to hear when uh, companies are really being innovative um, and, and making moves. So that's all good stuff. If somebody's listening to this, Alex, and if they, uh, if they want more information on ZenReach or to uh, follow up with you, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Absolutely. So um, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So um, you'll see my name here in the title of the podcast. So Alex Gillespie, feel free to reach out there. Um, and then additionally, you can also reach out to hello at zenreach.com um, if you'd like to know more about our product or service offerings. Um, and then we can make sure um, that we are filtering those accordingly. Make sure to obviously reference the podcast and, um, you know, my team will obviously take care of you or I'll make sure that I spot that and uh, jump on the horn with you. But, um, you know, any inquiries, I, I'm open to networking. I, I love to hear more about other entrepreneurs and people that are very excited in the business world and startup technology. So um, we'd love to hear from anybody and uh, talk shop and uh, continue to collaborate together. Awesome. Uh, fantastic. So, Alex, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. And to the audience, as always, I really hope that you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Alex, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.